Imagine if you go to a theater football game and they're required to show the vaccine proof. It's in Florida, man. It's not going to happen. I'm just saying, no, it could happen in school. Actually, you'd be surprised. School could happen. School can enforce whatever you want. But it's safe to the students. It's not going to happen. There's going to be a lot of boosters. They're going to be like, no, I didn't get the vaccine. I'm not going to show you anything. I'm going to take my funding away. Oh, that's true. Uh, So what are you going to do? And then just like, all right, all right. You know what? Talks. That's you know true. what? We're just joking. We're just joshing. JK, JK, JK. Hey there. Welcome to the Gluten Free Organic Thoughts Podcast, where you are encouraged to express your natural thoughts and views through casual, meaningful conversations that hopefully can lead to learning and understanding new perspectives. To find out more info, visit www.gluteenfree.com gfothoughts.com now here are your hosts michael wong and robert din we hope you enjoy this episode hello hello everybody welcome back to another great episode of gluten-free organic thought podcast my name is michael i'm one of your co-hosts always with me robert din hey welcome back welcome back everyone uh we have an exciting episode today about covid again (laughs) <laughs> or COVID-related <laughs> issues, but there's it's some... COVID-related issue. Okay, it's yeah. a bit more excited because now we're actually testing theories now. You know, yeah. to see where it goes. We're gonna see but how be- it goes. Yeah. Before we get started, so what are you drinking today, Robert? I uh, I have a special drink today. Uh, my building is having a flamenco night, and wait, they... hang on, hang on. Time, time out. What is a flamenco night? First of all, flamenco like the, the dance. Dance. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. I thought people were just dressing suits, flamenco suits. You know, who knows. No, I think I. They have like flamenco, like they have a band it, coming to do. Flamenco oh, the, the music. music! Oh yeah, yeah, shit! Yeah. And then I think they have dancers coming too, but I didn't go down there. It's uh, it's like right now, so it's while we're talking. Wait, you're missing the flamenco dances while we're talking? Yeah, I, that's how committed I am to the podcast. Damn, All man, right? I will not miss flamenco dances. You know? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> along with it, they are providing us with sangria. So Ooh. I got a free glass of sangria. That's what we're drinking today. There we go. So you just pretty much you got the booze and you bell. Mm-hmm. I see how it is. <laughs> yep, that's how it works. All right. Well, I am sticking to my healthy drink today, and I am having this. Uh, can you see the color? Let me see. Yeah, it looks no. brown. It is brownish, lightish. I guess you can say. Yeah. So it's like this ginger honey. I'm not sure you see the chunk. Can you see the chunks? No. Oh. You gotta turn off the your your. My blurry sign. Your blur. There you go. Oh, there you go. See now, you see the chunks Ew, there? What is that? Those, those are ginger chunks. So, so what ended up happening is that this crazy, whoever invented this is smart as hell. So they crystallized honey into a block mm-hmm. with a bunch of ginger chunk in it, right? Mm-hmm. And they wrapped it. And then in order, and then pretty much you pour hot water in it, it becomes honey ginger tea. So like the honey melts with the hot water tea. So it's smart. It's ingenious. You think about it. It's like crystallized honey chunk. This like this thick, this big, and then you just put it in it. You put hot water in it. You get honey ginger tea, and it's super strong, real ginger. So like it, the honey preserves the ginger for a long period of time. So who knows how long it lasts? But let me tell you, it's honey and ginger berry taste. It's very powerful. How long uh, are those? Do those blocks? Uh, how long are they good for? When you buy well, them, is there expir- expiration date? There's expiration date. It says 2025. I bought it like maybe like four months ago. And I've been using like a so block. Like three years? Um, yeah, three, yeah. four years, I guess. I mean, it makes sense to honey being crystallized and preserved stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And then uh, how much is for one of those 
How much right. is it? So it's a Chinese store, right? So it's pretty cheap. So a box will cost like six dollars. It has about twenty four of them in it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, good luck trying to find find that whole food. So. Yeah. yeah, they don't they don't sell that stuff, huh? But it's ingenious though, right? They crystallize honey, and it's it's such a smart way to do it. Like. Honey hardens already no matter what. If you can crystallize it and maintain that structure and keep the, gi- the ginger fresh. Yeah, so they just like mix ginger into it and then they it? crystallize it. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Genius, except he's selling it for $6 a, a thing. And I know, right? He, he, he could be, <laughs> be selling Whole Food for $10. Yeah, he sell it for Whole Food for like one of those blocks for like $3 and then <laughs> they'd be no, making seriously. bank. <laughs> Right idea. There we go. I'm gonna do there that. There we go. <laughs> you could you could just take it from the Chinese store and bring it to Whole Foods and then resell it. <laughs> or I can just I, or I can just sell in the street in, in a cold on a cold night. Yeah, ginger, hot ginger tea. Yeah, four bucks a cup. That's it. Seems like a lot more work, Mike. Seems like a lot more work. Yeah, go. True. You gotta be distributor. Be in the millions. That's true. <laughs> All right. So let's get into today's episode. So. One of the reasons driver would decide to talk about this topic today is that there are, we have been seeing, you know, a couple of cities implementing some, uh, I guess, vaccinated, uh, vaccine, vaccine laws requirement for indoors. And so I think New York City did that. And so did San Francisco recently. Yeah. So, so these cities have required for you to show proof that you have been vaccinated to be able to sit indoors and enjoy. And so like, like it's like not only just or events, gym. gyms. Or gyms. Yeah. yeah. Anything indoor related, you're gonna to need to show that you have been vaccinated. Yeah. So the I guess the caveat to that is that a lot of this law says that it's not gonna be enforced by police. Mm-hmm. So that means it fall it will fall under I guess the business to enforce that themselves. Mm-hmm. So it just now gives the right to the business. It's a, hey, it's a law now. Yeah. So now right. now like for example, my brother when COVID was. Uh, first starting or like last summer right during covid he put up a sign in his nail salon that said like no no mask no service right and people got so mad he's in florida so people just got mad and were arguing with him and if this was a law or something like this was a law he could have been like no it's the law you have to do it i have the right to do it whereas before like that time everyone's just like argues with him until the point where he had to just take it down because he was taking too much time to argue with them it's just, it, there was too much time and energy wasting it for that. Yeah, effort. yeah. Okay. So now, I guess with small bit, so let's talk about the question that we're trying to answer today, right? So the question I think we're trying to answer is that will a vaccine passport implementation like this impact the current COVID situation? If so, how and why? And if not, how and why as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess from the positive side of things, let's just talk about, yes, we, we, we do think that it could impact the COVID situation where it gives the business now the power to enforce something while before they couldn't in a sense. It's, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's even that they couldn't, it's like people pushed back so much like on it. You think there'll be less pushback now? I think so. There okay. would be, uh, I, well, I don't know. The cities that it's implemented in New York and San Francisco are already yeah. very strict on their, um, on their containment, okay. right? So they're doing a lot, a lot more than some of the other cities that, or some of the other states and stuff that that are anti-COVID 
like regulations and stuff right so so like i i feel like nowadays if i went to a restaurant in san francisco and they had asked me to provide my covid vaccine id or something i wouldn't have been uh i wouldn't have said that that was a problem because it's just like san francisco so they're so conscious of it um but like now they're like making it a law so then you have to get your ids and stuff ready whereas before if they asked for it that we didn't have it like i don't have you don't, don't carry have, that with I you all the time with right? me that all the time right yeah me neither yeah so now and they're wearing, I, tear, they're wearing the tear those cards they away so easily then what then what you're gonna get another vaccine shot no no they have mm-hmm. the things where you can log into all digital now and gotcha. And then they they have all the records there, so I just had to get that ID the onto bar, my the bar, probably onto the barcode, my, right? onto my phone. Yeah, just had to get like, that. like Hawaii has those pack barcodes now too. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you just log in. It's like the travel passport in a sense. Just log in, show the barcode. So you do. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I had to do. But like before, if they hadn't, if they had just asked me, I would have been like, I don't have my, I don't have my stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm vaccinated, but I don't have any proof because I don't carry that around, right? Gotcha. So yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I think I think in these cities, like it's more acceptable, and people will do it more, and and it'll, mm-hmm. I mean, it won't be an issue. Whereas if you implemented this in like a Georgia or yeah. Texas or Florida, like it would have a lot more pushback on it. Then. So you're talking about from a customer standpoint, right? From a client standpoint, yeah. Okay. So now let me ask you this: Do you think businesses or gyms are happy about this in those cities, San Francisco, New York City? I don't think they. Overall, like I mean, like yeah. I think this, I think there may be a pushback from the cities, to be honest, too, though. I mean, from the from from the businesses in those cities, because I feel like it's only going to be the ones that are tourist related, right? Because tourists uh, are going to come and they're not going to have all that stuff. But that's like, true, it's going to hurt them. A but bit, like yeah. the high end restaurants and stuff, or like the small businesses, like I feel like small businesses here that are cut like catered to locals. Like yeah. they won't mind because I feel like they're already conscious enough where they wanted this to be implemented anyways, right? They wanted to ask, but they didn't know. Like they didn't know if they could, right? And that's that's really, um, yeah. What it would be. So, and one of the things is that I do like you said. I think tourist businesses who's going to get impacted more are probably going to be our against that. Even local gyms and stuff. So I know there in New York City, there's a there's a bunch of restaurants uh, that are suing. The city itself for this new law, and they're trying to see at least to try to put together a team, right? And so, like, there's that article here that I'm going to send you. Uh, it's just uh, local restaurants, gyms, apparently, like they're trying to get together to sue the city for this purpose. You know, it's just because now, I guess. But how can they sue them? Because it's on them to enforce it. So why would it even be an issue? No, I, I agree with you. That, that's that's why I'm trying to get to the argument, like in a sense, right? Like, like at the end of the day, it's up to the business to enforce it, right? Mm-hmm. And so for their, I guess, well, what is the what's the what's the ground for them to sue them? I don't know to be honest with you. I uh, I think that this uh, law doesn't start to I think September 13th is going to be enforced. 13th, yeah, yeah. And I think for them is that um, I. I don't know what ground they're going to sue for them for, but you're right. It is up to the business to enforce it in a sense. It's up to the business. So like, yeah, so it's on, <laughs> I don't even know what they can sue for. It's like, it's on you. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Like that's, it just gives the people who have the right to do it or who want to do it to ha- that have the right to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I honestly, I think that it's, 
I mean, another positive that I see, right, yeah. is that it gives the locals more comfort in like going out, right, and going out more. Whereas yeah. before, I might think twice about going to a restaurant if it's so crowded. Whereas if I knew everybody's vaccinated, I might be more likely to go and be more at ease. That's true. Yeah. So there's that psychological, uh, that's a psychological element to it too, where like you could just maybe, maybe it just feels more safe. It's like when that's I came true. back to Florida or yeah. when I came back to California from Florida and I came back and everybody in the airport was wearing a mask. I was like, oh, I feel so much safer. Hey, but you didn't catch COVID though. You're fine. So you're good. You're no, no, but I just feel safer when everyone's wearing a mask. It, it, it's all like, mental. it might not even, do, stress. It might not even stress. do anything, but yeah. mentally it's, yeah. it's like, it feels safer, right? No, no, it's it does give it that placebo effect, right? It's a hundred percent agree. Uh, it's, it, it does give that, I guess, sense of, I guess, safety net for those people who are very more conscious about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but also in the other side of the argument is that if a business enforce it, they may, a lot of people may, you know, for example, like if they try to do this, let's say that, you know, like in Georgia, right? Or Florida, like you said, a lot of, if, if they, these businesses try to do that, they may lose just a lot of business, just trying to get, you know, just walk away and they may not, you know, they may not support it. Right. So yeah. you're, and it will vary per area. I think with New York city as well, because it depends on the tourism situation, right? Because you're right. Uh, tourism, that it's a heavy traffic tourist city and it, it will impact their business. So I'm just going to that part. Uh, now let me, let's art, let's talk about the other side. So I, I mean, partially in, in, in the other side of the argument that I don't think it can also progress. I guess it will, I guess the implementation may not help the situation because at the same time, um, not everyone's not, there's not enough places that will enforce it. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. Like majority area, let's say they try to do this in the Southeast, right? Let's be honest, how many cities in the Southeast will try to enforce this or even businesses trying to enforce this? So yes, it may give them that perceived, you know, that, that right to do it doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah, so if, no one, if no one actually enforces it, then it's yeah. not going to do anything. It's going to yeah. like, it's not really going to help lower COVID cases over like sure. all over the state yeah. or the, the U S or yeah. the country or over. Worldwide, I, guess, right? I, I guess the goal of this is that it's supposed to encourage people to take vaccine part of it. But the other part of it is that it should encourage people to say, Hey, you're okay to go out. If you, there are certain places that will you know make sure that the vaccinated people. So like it's trying to please kind of both sides to a certain degree ish. This is why like the, this enforcement is not really strongly there in a sense by the local government. It's just, hey, you have a law, you guys can enforce it now. Yeah. So. I, it just gives the businesses the right to yeah. do stuff. I also had a, one of the, somebody reached out to me when I, I posted about the, uh, the, the San Francisco law going in. And yeah. they were like, they said that they had some uh, medical issues that caused that. So they couldn't get the vaccine. Okay. So they're like, what are we supposed to do? That's true. Yeah. My, yeah. My dad is going through some health situation and they're, they're telling him, don't go to the, get the vaccine until your health situation gets settled down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what do those people do? Right. Like yeah. they're not allowed to be, uh, to go to the restaurants and go to the gym and do all this stuff. Like it's just, uh, it's, uh, is, is that, it's an issue. It's an issue, but, and also probably to be honest with you, they're probably like, maybe, you know, it's a small percentage and probably they're not worrying about that part of it. 
I mean, there should be also like a an exception, an exception like a doctor's note is also valid. Yeah. Um, but but a lot of these restaurants they that have out that have indoor seating now also have outdoors, so it's not like you can't go to the restaurant. You just can't go inside. You just can't go inside. That's true. You can sit outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just different for like, it's just different for like if you're going to like a concert concert or go to the gym or something like you have to go to yeah. outdoor stuff and yeah. uh that you can't go to certain spots does certain baseball spots. game counts outdoor baseball game yeah i think okay. so or i don't know this a this, this the stadium here uh in san francisco is all outdoors like there's okay. because so, i know there's some stadium the closest dome like the south florida stadium they're, they're, i think they do closer dome sometimes mm, when it rains no san francisco's has like a like the tampa bay open. the tampa bay is a dome so Mm. yeah so maybe yeah. yeah but but it's not impl- it's not even like a law in florida yet so yeah. it's it's just san francisco and just uh new york right there's no more uh there are other cities in, in talks right now i believe um i feel I like portland at- would be one of the first ones to do it they haven't done anything yet there and actually i think portland is still uh survive uh going through their own chaos from <laughs> from the early last year situation so they're trying to recuperate from that part of it probably to be honest so oh california but, becomes the first state to require proof yeah mm-hmm. so the, the whole, whole state, the so. whole state not just okay. san francisco yeah correct yeah oh wow uh an or oh it says it says proof of covid vaccination or a negative test for indoor events over a thousand people Oh, okay. So you guys show so, the negative test within 48 hours, 24 hours? That's okay. That's Yeah, not, that's, that's not fair. bad at all. See, like, so that's, like, the people that's that can't a, that's, get the that's vaccine. That's flexibility. That's yeah, flexibility now. They can still get a test and still go to this stuff. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So that's flexibility now, right? Mm-hmm. So, but now the question is, though, is should the business enforce that now? Because now there's a, now there's a flexibility there now. Mm-hmm. So... It's really on the owners if they care yeah. or not. Yeah. Um, because they have to protect their own employees, right? So, and and like restaurants are all, they all like I think most of most places, employees are all wearing masks anyway. They all wear masks. Yeah, I've, seen, no, I was, yeah. I've never seen a place that doesn't have masks. Yeah. Like I know shop, grocery shopping, uh, grocery centers too, grocery store, everybody's wearing masks still. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's only it's yeah it's not it's not anyone who works there. Yeah. It's just the 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 uh, <clears throat> be, and. and and let's be honest with you, like this, this whole vaccine passport, it's nothing new. Like you see this in kids for vaccine and, you know, for kindergarten kids and first graders, right? They all require a certain type of vaccines, a list of vaccines ready to go before you go to school. So that way you protect your kids. And it's a requirement like for the whole United States, right? Mm-hmm. And, the, and the thing is that we these vaccine passport, I mean, like even every state by state, right? It has its own vaccine requirement, believe it or not. And so like here, I'll send you this link here. And like for kids, you're, you're, you're doing to protect the kids, but you're also protecting the parents because you don't know what kids will drag in to the house, right? Even now in days with all of this uh, vac- uh, you know, vaccinated uh, kids and stuff like that, kids are still bringing germs to parents and parents get sick. So yeah, and kids, I, kids bring home all kinds of stuff. Everyone so, yeah. I know who's a parent is like sick all the time. Yeah. And so, like, having this vaccine passport shouldn't be a new thing in general. Like, it should, unless you're a parent, right? I mean, I mean, sorry, unless you're not a parent, maybe it's not a new thing. But, like, 
I remember going like I remember going to any other Asian country like hey make sure you have your yellow fever shot whatever it is tuberculosis shots and things like that before you go enter there mm-hmm. and so it's to protect yourself at the end of the day mm-hmm. but uh but we're obviously I'm not talking about COVID related I'm just talking about just in general right this yeah, whole yeah. the whole like saying passport I just don't think that I just think it is a little bit overplayed because it's it shouldn't be a big deal. It's cool. Yes, we should have a vaccine passport. And then I think at the end of the day, your medical record should show that regardless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your primary care should have all of that too. I mean, they do, right? They do have yeah. all that. So it shouldn't, like, like I said, it shouldn't be a hard thing like for them. You know? People also to- talk about privacy, right? Like having yeah. uh, privacy and their medical history and stuff, which I'm not sure. How does relate to each other in a sense? Yeah, I don't know if what kind of medical issues would you like. I don't know. There's there's some stuff like maybe STDs or something that would be embarrassing to to have out there. But like, ah, what? I'm glad you brought. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought this up because I'm gonna have I have a topic to bring this up in a sense. So, I remember Bill Gates back in last year and actually 2020 TED talk he did. Is it 2020 or 2019? He talked about the ID 2020 project, and so using. Uh, blockchain technology. Uh, what they want to do is just you, ma- you mask the IDs, and you can still have those vaccine passports, those uh, blocked in it, so that way it protects the uh, the privacy. How? So, wait, how does this protect the privacy of? It's supposed to mask person? it. It's supposed to mask it, uh, and then not only that, it's supposed to be universal. Um, but you would still be carrying around your card. Yeah, but it will. Are, are you talking about more like? From being hacked, right? That's what you're talking about from that standpoint? No, no, no. People, I, I've heard people like argue that they don't want to be, they don't want, they don't want to tell people that if they're vaccinated, most of this, most of these people that aren't vaccinated, right? Yeah. And you ask them, are you vaccinated? And they say, that's a private issue. That is a personal, private medical issue. And they don't want to discuss it, right? Which I'm not sure how this is something that needs that privacy right and i don't i don't really know what medical issues would would have a sense have a sensitive enough subject where you wouldn't be providing that information actually you're bringing up a good point right now also from a social standpoint like not being vaccinated being vaccinated is kind of a social standpoint too right because there are certain people who look down upon people hey you're not vaccinated you know you're not going to hang out with us in sense or versus you're vaccinated, you know, okay, cool. You know, you just follow the people, whatever that's like. Like, it's a social, I guess, stigma to a certain degree almost now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm not sure if you noticed it's that. Been, noticed it's that. been very political. That's why. It's been yeah. very politi- politicized. And so, like, each side has their own opinion of, of people who are or aren't vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, I remember last year when we did our Joshua Tria, I said, I didn't care if you're vaccinated or not. I said, just show me your negative COVID test. You, just, you can just come, right? There was and... no vaccinations, though, at that point. We couldn't get vaccinated. When did COVID? When did when did we go on the trip? September, right? Yeah, September ish. But like we, like I couldn't get. Oh yeah, we could not get vaccinated. Couldn't couldn't get vaccinated. vaccinated. Yeah, so we all just took, we all just took COVID tests. But yeah, yeah, that's. But I'm still okay with that right now, though. If you come to let's say I have a product to meet, you show me your COVID test. I'm okay. I don't even care vaccinated or not. I, at least my personal thought in a sense, right? Show me your negative COVID test to have the flexibility. But, but Mike, like that's a personal private. Correct. Medical issue that I don't want to be telling you if I'm have COVID or not. You see, 
Like, yeah, where, but then, where, uh, where, where's the line there? Like, I guess, I, I guess, I I guess now, if you don't want to tell me that, I wouldn't want you to come to my event because I want you to affect everybody around me. Then. Right. Yeah, now you're now you're ostracizing me for 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 but having the privacy that. of my own medical records. Yeah, See, but no, uh, I, but... I don't get. I I don't know. I'm just making. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. But, but but there is a fine line. I get that. I 100% agree with you on that part. But if you're coming to my house and I'm 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 exposing you to people, it's my responsibility to make sure people are safe, though, right? Yeah. No, I and get so, it. So so. But it's just but like that person, I don't. But that person understand. should be understanding, though. I just don't understand. Right, like yeah, it's not that we can't, big of we a deal. I mean, listen, I have I hang out with friends who have COVID already. I mean, I've hung out with people who has who has, has not COVID yet, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, I feel like we cannot treat this in a sense that I mean, people. I, I get the privacy situation, but whether you have the COVID, Can you explain or you have, to me the privacy situation. Like, what what kind of privacy are they? Do they have an issue with? Like, well, I don't, I don't they don't they, they don't really have an issue with the privacy situation. They're more like it's more about the social stigma about it. That's the, that's the, the key part. So this is why that's just what they rather not tell. Okay, so for example, right? If you ask, most people won't tell you they had COVID unless you already asked them in a sense, right? Like, hey, have you ever had COVID before, right? In a sense, like they wouldn't come up in a conversation. Hey, listen, I already had COVID before, blah blah blah. You know, all this stuff, all the things like like because of this social stigma. I don't think no one's gonna go out and tell you, right? No. Straight up, like, oh, I've had I've had COVID, but like, if you ask them, they they'll tell you, or like, they maybe they won't, but like, I yeah. there's no stigma if you've had it. There's stigma if you haven't had the vaccine because it's uh. Well, that's part of this part. That's political, right? But yeah, I I don't know, like it's. It shouldn't be as political as it is. It should be. Yeah, I agree. And it's like, I don't know. I've like you ask people if they've had the flu shot, right? And they'll tell you yes or no. There's no stigma there, right? I don't think yeah. this should be something that's stigmatized like that. I 100% agree on that part. And this is why it goes back to my original talk uh, point of this conversation was that, you know, how kids had those like seen passports for to go to kindergarten school or that. I don't think this should be a big deal because we already seen this happening already at that level. I have a question for you too, Mike. Yeah. I remember when we first talked about COVID and all this stuff. I think Sean was on, and yeah. you were talking about uh, COVID passports or whatever. Yeah. And and you were staunchly against having a passport to say that if you had the vaccine or not. You were very much against it. Are you still on that train? Well, let's rephrase. Let's recap the episode for a little bit better. So. During that time, when we were talking about it, we were more about uh, the question was more like, "Hey, will you, will you think uh, we should all have required passport to show the vaccine in a sense, right? And make it vaccine, make it vaccine required." That was no, that was, it was that was a topic. Should we have? It's not about that. It's about if if we should have a passport that tells you if you're vaccinated or not. Yeah. So for me, I still kind of stands in a sense that, in a sense that. I don't think that there should be a passport for all the vaccinations if it's not required. If, it, if, if nobody makes it required, right, across the United States, it's not standard as a cross-board. I don't think it should be required. But if everybody said, you know, from fair level, law level, right, just like there is all fit to stay for kids in school, right? Hey, hey, this is the minimum requirement for vaccines for your kids to allow to go to school, federal law, flat out, right? Then, I mean, I'm, I'll be, I'm okay with it. Because now you stand right across board everything now. 
Okay. But the thing is that where do you draw the fine line now of that piece, right? So again, we just gotta be careful with the whole democracy situation where we're like, let's say that with the, with the COVID vaccine now, right? The boosters com is coming up next year, mm -hmm. right? Now, are we forced to get the booster as well? Is that required going forward every, every year? So why not the flu shots at that point? What, what is it, where do we draw the line right now, right? To kind of so forth build the on one. To make it required? Like nothing's yeah. required, man. Like you yeah. don't even, you're not even required to get the COVID vaccine. So it's no. not like uh No, no, I, I get it. But right now it's not though, right? But there are certain schools that require certain vaccines to go to kids, right? I'm just saying like, I'm just drawing, I'm just drawing like an example, but like, if we're going to have the passport required, then what is the point of having a passport required if nobody's going to use it? You see what I'm saying? But so. certain states are going to use it, right? Yeah. So something like Hawaii is going to require it. Where yeah, they, okay. they require Listen, it. I'm so not against it. I'm not why, against that. Like, if, they, if they require it, like it doesn't have to be a federal requirement. I think a state requirement is fine. I think a city requirement is fine. It's just like, just have someone enforcing it because right now so, we don't have anyone enforcing it. My, my issue was that it was because it was also forcing the vaccine to be required. That was why I was kind of against that a little bit. Yeah, you're, right? you were you were against yeah. ha forcing to be vaccinated to travel. Required to be travel. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so to answer your question, like I'm going to, we're going to Hawaii, right? I don't care. I'm filling out that paper out, you know, because we're going to their state. I don't, otherwise I don't want to be quarantined for like 10 days. It's a waste of my time, right? And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I'll fill that out. I'm not against that at all. And if every, if, like I said, if, if they standardize across board everything, imagine that you fill out one account instead of 50 accounts where we say you travel to. Now, I may have to fill out, I may have to fill out California one. I go back to visit California or I have to fill out New York one. I have to fill out Georgia one. Every state's going to have their own thing. It gets tedious, let's be honest. You're going to have 15 sites, 50 different sites to go into 50 different accounts. I don't think that's how it is, man. I think... I'm, I'm just saying, one, I mean, this, if you have one, then it works for all because if it you, may not, it may you, not. I, how can I mean, it not be? Because it's, like you said, it's a state or city level. No, but if they see another city's, another city or another state's vaccination, how can they not be able to be okay with that? Well, you still got to register that to the, you know, open, you know, move your, make sure your data has to get passed, you know, through that account, make sure this is legit. No one is. Are you signing that. up for something? I don't know what you're signing up for. So like literally, you know how... literally, my California ID was just me yeah. going into my medical records and downloading it, and that was it. There was nothing else. So I'm just saying, in general, right? If you think about this, like like Hawaii is making people sign up to the form, right, to make sure they get registered, show the proof, right? Yeah. If every single state starts doing that, there are different different systems that's going to do that, and every every it may be at control at a state level, right? What I was saying earlier that imagine if you just have a federal level, one federal site, everybody could use the same exact site. You do it once. Make yeah, it but if if it's not, then it's the government, okay. right? They do yeah. whatever the fuck they want. They're, yeah, they're as the most inefficient system ever. <laughs> so if if there is 50 different ones, then it's 50 different ones. There's not much you can do about it. And that's annoying. Even, even, even what is it? Obamacare is like you fill it out and it sucks, right? Like well, you, every state you go to is different. Yeah, I mean, but it's still one site, though. Yes, every day you go fill out, but it's, it will trigger down to different sites. I get, I get what you're saying, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it is, it's annoying at the end of the day, right? So it's not like I'm not against it or for it in a sense for me, um, but I just want to make sure that if we do something, let's do it right, let's use it and not have asset to use. I to think, have it. I think the lack of enforcement is, um, 
is is troubling, right? Like like why even pass it if there's no one that's gonna even I think it's just it? like I think like you mentioned before, right? It gives the the businesses and those with the flexibility to make it to enforce it themselves. They have to. Yeah, I get it, but like that's this is literally gonna do nothing to help the COVID situation, COVID situation because there's no enforcement. So I know okay. we can't do Actually, it here in San Francisco because we can't even enforce like regular <laughs> laws, right? Like people go into Walgreens and steal stuff and they walk out with the police officer standing right there. They can't really? do anything, right? Wait, so, wait, why do the cops, wait, why do the cops can't do anything? Why is that? Because there's like a $900 limit on like, no, they can, the minimum if, amount, like they, if they steal minimum amount of $900. If they, they steal can, less than $900, they, they can't be <laughs> prosecuted like or like you can't what is it is called? It, is, is it cost taxpayer more money to prosecute them for them in jail yeah i think so something like that but they're like the probably way that our benefit cost <laughs> yeah yeah and they're like yeah if it's under 900 dollars, <laughs> we're not even gonna charge you because it's not even worth putting you through the system it's not even worth pursuing the most yeah hours. so people are just walking in and steal like walgreens has a lot of stuff that you can get for under nine hundred dollars, right? Like, <laughs> there's a ton of stuff you can get. So people going Dude, in and like so filling crazy. up backpacks yeah. and stuff, and like walking out, and they can't. Insurance you stay under eight hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like it's like a backpack. It's almost impossible to fill up a backpack with nine hundred dollars worth of stuff. So the, the clerks can't stop them. No, like why would you stop them? It's like not their like it's not their store like. That those guys could have like guns ah, or knives so, and stuff. Like, that's you don't so crazy. Be involved with that stuff, and it's the cops nuts. don't do anything. Damn. Yeah, I think it's only like if you if you own like a Seven Eleven and it's like your own personal Seven Eleven, like maybe those guys will fight against these these robbers. But like if you work at Walgreens, that's not your store. Like yeah, yeah, it's nah. it's not worth it. You're getting paid. It's not worth fifteen thousand hours. <laughs> yeah, you're getting paid minimum wage. There's no there's no real. Uh, benefit for you to do Dude, that. that 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 is nuts though i didn't yeah. know the 900 dollars. so like they can't even enforce that so how are they gonna enforce like every well, restaurant in the city right so to let's go back to the original question of this podcast right so you're saying that it's not gonna help the situation at all the impact the situation i don't think it will like i don't think it will uh help lower the cases of covid but i think it will make it will help normalize going out uh, going out okay yeah it is a step forward to start like yes yana so you think about it yeah okay that's a good way to put that i do think that it will not help the cases of covid but it will give some people a second thought about getting vaccinated and not only that i do think second thought, like or like like oh i now i need to go get vaccinated otherwise it'll be more oh, it, might, wow. it might push them to get vaccinated yeah or uh, also at the same time, it may also um, so like it may also like you said normalize. It allows people to feel a little bit more safe for those people who are more health conscious. I saw you know about it, so they may come out more. I don't know what the percentage of that versus the ones who don't care. Uh, but like you said, in, as soon as that you know, I think to a certain degree, uh, certain states going to push their own public flexibility law. They see one after another. Like for example, you can see Philly doing that easily. You can see Chicago, Illinois doing that easily. You know, you can see DC doing that easily. So mm -hmm. like in major cities, yeah. it's probably a good idea in major cities anyways. Yeah. So uh, let me let's side note this for a second. So you know how in Florida there has been a talk about schools and mandating masks in a sense, right? Yeah. So do you think uh, uh in a sense like 
from a high level perspective, from a, from a, from a Florida uh, state level perspective, do you think that the schools should have the control of doing that or should the state be doing something like that or by county to enforce? I don't think the state should be, uh, should be pushing that it shouldn't have mass, right? Like I, I think, I think they shouldn't, I don't think they should negate all of the mass stuff. So like, I feel like they should have the option, but if, if they're going to go one way, they should push towards mask or be more safe rather than be less safe. Right. Like, and then, and then punishing schools for potentially punishing people for not doing it. Right. Like that's the problem I have. I don't have a problem with like, maybe DeSantis like doesn't believe in it. Right. I don't, of course. I don't like it's it's whatever his thoughts so, are. But him saying like if you mandate it, I'm gonna like they're gonna prosecute people and stuff like that seems too much, right? Like that okay. seems like you. So so the schools should have the flexibility to do that. I think, I think so because okay. all of them they 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 each have their own um, population density is different. Every school's yeah, different. Yeah, every school's different. Every yeah. every group and then there's like private schools, right? Where private schools they have their own rules like they can do whatever they want they want that's true yeah and they have like their own like uh belief sets that they that they have at those schools so they should be able to enforce whatever they want yeah i i I was just wondering what your thoughts were behind that because i feel like i feel like you know i mean obviously it's not related to like the vaccine passport but at the same time though imagine that if you enforce the vaccine passport in florida how do you think florida is going to react to that no they would hate it they would they would they would not be down for that Wait, wait, you talk, you're talking about from a customer perspective or from a business perspective? I think even the businesses, if they said, if they, if they enforced it, yeah, people would be up in arms. Like, I feel like they would like, just, just like I said, my brother's shop, right? I feel yeah. like even if it was a law that said that he had that right, they yeah. would still be arguing with him over it. <laughs> I think. I, oh, you mean, oh, you mean so. the business try to enforce that? You saying? Yeah, they started trying to enforce it because, because there's, like, what he was, what he told me, right? When he was like, I put this mask sign up, it's nothing. It's not different than those those signs that say no shirt, no shoes, no service. It isn't I agree? Yeah. Right. It's just it's whatever the business that's their policy, right? Yeah. So he added up no mask, no service, and there and people was went off. But like, it's the <laughs> same, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. But yeah, so people would just start arguing over it and they, they have their ideas and they, they want to push back man, on it. 2021, man. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap this episode up, okay? So it sounds like your perspective, again, you don't think it's going to help the COVID situation count, but you think it will try to normalize the whole uh, going out thing. It mm-hmm. will help. Yeah. So my takeaway from this is that I agree with you. I don't think it will help the COVID count situation out. But I also think that the whole passport situation is it will for sure give a sense of, I guess, mental safety in a sense for those people who need it. But also at the same time, though, I, I'm really curious to see what happens with every single city or every single state that may or may not do it, especially in the Southeast. Yeah. I want to see the impact of that. I want to see Alabama enforcing this, something like this. I want to see like Georgia doing something like this. Like, it's just hard to see that they do enforce it, right? It's just, like, okay, it's hard even in see. Texas, right? I can see Austin doing this. Austin as a city, yeah, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, so even Atlanta, I can see Atlanta doing this. That would be interesting to see a single city inside yeah. of a inside of a Republican state. Yeah, just to see it. Uh, what how that all would work out? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of pushback in those states. So yeah. it's hard to see that they, it, it would pan out. I'm just saying, like, because now where do you draw the line? Because now do you also now make sure that they had the booster shot is in the vaccine passport now too? Like, you know, and um, and then next year when it does happen. I don't think so. I think, honestly, I think, like, mm -hmm. any vaccine shot is better than nothing. nothing. So yeah. then, like, even the people who have gotten the vac uh, gotten COVID with the vaccine, yep. their symptoms are way less. Like, they, no, there's been... I don't know if there has been any hospitalizations. It's probably very low. It's, it's probably less. Yeah, yeah it's probably sure. way lower, yeah. right? So yeah. I think that they're probably just like, you know what? Even if these people get COVID, they're okay, right? Like yeah. it, like that risk of them getting it in this big, bigger space or with more people around, um, it's not going to be as effective. Imagine, listen, listen. Imagine if you go to a theater football game and they're required to show the vaccine proof. It's in Florida, man. It's not gonna happen. I'm just saying, no, it could happen in school. Actually, you'd be surprised. School could happen. School can enforce whatever they want. But it's safe to the students. It's not gonna happen. There's gonna be I'm a lot saying. of boosters who are gonna be like, no, nah, I didn't get the vaccine. I'm not gonna show you anything. I'm gonna take my funding away. Oh, that's true. Uh, money, money so what are you gonna do? And then they're just gonna be, all right, all right. You know what? Money talks. That's you know true. what? We're just joking. We're just joshing. JK, JK, JK. JK. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's do this on to our funny epi uh, section of the, uh, of the podcast, extra MEG session. So what do you have for us today, Robert? Okay, let me show you this uh, picture that I found. Mm -hmm. This exactly exemplifies my flossing routine every year. Your right? flossing? It says yearly flossing calendar, <laughs> right? Uh, the red here, for anyone looking, like not, not looking, there's like three different, there's a whole calendar here. There's red, which is I have a dentist appointment, yellow, which is I floss, and green is I do not floss. And it shows every day is green, except maybe one day in February, randomly, Why is that it one says day? yellow, I floss. And then there's a dentist appointment, and the week before the dentist appointment, it's I floss every single day before that. That sounds like exactly like how I do my dental. That is hilarious. Because you know that yellow in the middle there is like, you know what? I should start flossing. Or like you have a conversation with somebody and they're like, you know what? You're right. I should start flossing. So you do it for one day and then you forget going forward. All right. Speaking of flossing, I picked up a flossing habit five years ago, by the way. So what what flossing? Like you just floss I never flossed before. Until five years ago. And now you floss every day? I floss every day now. Mm -hmm. Wow. It makes a difference. That's 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 pretty yeah. good, Mike. Yeah. This is this is actually mine. Like <laughs> I'm showing you my flossing routine. And my mom's a dental assistant, right? So <laughs> your mom's very proud of you, let me tell you. Yeah, she's gonna listen to this and be like, oh my god, Robert, my what son. are you doing? This is my son. So uh, so I do I mean, we're not encouraging people not to floss, first of all. But second of all, but <laughs> <laughs> second of all, you should you should try to floss. It does make a difference from my personal you know, from my personal experience. Um, but I do think though, it's kind of funny because the habit thing, like for example, 
you know that you know, you're going to the dentist like in a week. So you want to make sure you don't eat sweets at night times or anything like that. Or you want to make sure you brush extra carefully. Like I do that too. Like before I go to the dentist, like a week before going to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you go in there. You don't embarrass <laughs> yourself. Like you, a- you rest morning, you rest at nighttime. You're, you know, yeah. you do your, <laughs> your water picks. The difference stuff. between mine is, is that I have at least two dentist appointments throughout the year. So I do go every Actually, six months to get a, uh, get a cleaning. Oh no. So yeah, I get my quarterly clean. I have once every three months. Quarterly cleaning, Mike. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a, a a dental all star. I have to be, you know. So I I never. So I had I only got one cavity my entire life, um. And then five years ago, they told me my gums were receding for some reason. But even though there was nothing wrong with it, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, you may wanna think about flossing and. Think about um, what's called coming to quarterly clean, so like, that way we can make sure that your pockets are closed. You don't have any bacteria, nothing, no cavity at all, but they're big pockets. That's what they're saying. Yeah. In order for in order for your gums to kind of close themselves up, you need to make sure you get rid of bacteria consistently. So now my gums is better now, so it's, it's shown. You do so. do you do regular flossing or do you have like a water pick? I have both. I do regular flossing every night except for except for weekends, and then I do water picks on weekends. Wow, man, you really go all out. When I, when I travel, I do bring my water pick with me too, just in case. And it depends on the, it depends it depends on what I eat the night before, like the, the night off, right? If I'm eating like meat and steak, something I know stuff is gonna get stuck in my teeth. I want to put my wait. So you take your water pick with you everywhere you go? It's a small one, though. It's not the one of the big ones. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's not oh, one okay. of the big ones. Yeah. It's like you know, it's really easy to just bring the the little floss thing. It's not. It's I, very low space. Oh no, but I do have the floss thing too, also, just in case. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think I've only gotten um, I've only gotten cavities when I haven't gone to the dentist in a while. So when if I go every six months, I won't have any cavities. Yeah, you get rid of your tarts and stuff. Yeah, I get it's like doing it consistently is definitely uh the way to go. Going to the dentist and getting getting regular cleanings. Uh, but it's it's the times when I like didn't go to the dentist for like a year, or like mm-hmm. two years or something, and then I'll I'll come out with with the cavities for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice to have the quarterly plan. I'm not gonna lie. So, yeah, it's just you go to a dentist a lot. I don't know. I mean, it takes. I don't go. Th- I don't go to a dentist. I don't go. Or I don't like going to doctors or anyone too uh, too much. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> All right, moving on to my next topic. Um, so my topic, my yeah, what's topic, your funny thing? It's something stupid, but it's funny because, <clears throat> like, you don't pay attention, but sometimes this happens to the best of us when you create a sign. So pretty much this, uh, for those who are not watching, is a, t- a title. Sometimes you just have to be careful repeating yourself. And it's a sign that says, we're hiring for part-time and full-time, right? Servers, serve people. Greeters, greet people. Line cooks, cook people. And then there's a slide that says, <laughs> cook food. <laughs> they, so they cross out the people and they put food. They wrote it yeah. in. Wow. This is so, this is so I'm just wondering, like, they still posted this, but they did not like, decide to reprint this. I'm like, what? What makes no sense it's at all? It's 20 more cents to reprint it. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta save the trees. This is funny. <laughs> they didn't even cross it out with a marker. They just slash it with a little pen, just, pen. Uh, <laughs> Partial slash. You know what? This might not even be, like, this might just be somebody coming in and taking a like. They crossed it out themselves and wrote it in and took the picture, and yeah. not the people that the people put it up probably don't even didn't even realize it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's probably funny as hell though. So. <laughs> yeah, that's funny right there. Yeah. All right. So, what is your rant for the week? 
Okay, so going on to the rant. So, I have one of the worst serving experiences I've ever had at a restaurant. Like, service experiences. In San Francisco or Florida, sorry? Here in San Francisco. So, at the Ferry Building, there's this oyster bar called the... What is it called? Hog Island Oyster Company. Okay. So they it's a oyster bar, a seafood place. And when you walk by there, even during COVID, like they I guess dur- during COVID they have less uh less dining, but every there's a lot more outdoor dining. So then there's always a line, like always a, a big line going out there during lunchtime or okay. any food time. So me and my friends decided to go out there and, and try it, right? So I got out there. It's so like, this is a new restaurant, by the way. No, it's not new. It's been around for a while. Um, But I don't know. It's always a line out there now um, during COVID. So um, I walked over there, and then my friends are going to meet me. Um, But my friends are always late. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to wait in line. And then once they get here, we'll all go in together. It'll be fine. So I got in line early, and I stood at the same spot in line for... 35 minutes maybe 40 minutes i stood in the same spot like i didn't move from that spot right so i'm sitting there like pissed off like what the hell's going on this is the line to put your name on the list right like isn't that what this line is Mm -hmm. and so so it 40 minutes go by they come by and they're like oh sorry our systems are down like our systems just are, are getting rebooted right now yeah there's a bar over there if you want to get drinks you can get drinks and bring them back here but i'm by myself right so i can't even get a drink i'm just sitting there like i'm like man it's lying it's just to get my name on the list you can't like write my name down like what the fuck is going on you mean like with with like a pen and paper right yeah like what how (laughs) else like what did you do before you had this machine like what did you do I was like you could sit there and write people's name down and let people sit down at least let people walk around like, like good old-fashioned asian uh, asian restaurants <laughs> yeah i'm like what what in the world is going on so i got so mad and then my friends showed up uh maybe 50 minutes after i was uh standing there so i was yeah. like i was hopping mad like we we had like i went from 40 minutes in one spot and then the next 10 minutes i moved up a little bit and maybe I was like four people to the front. So did you complain? No, uh, they got there and I was so mad. I was like, guys, stand in line. I'm going to get coffee. I'm going to go walk around. So I go get coffee. On my way back, I get I get back and they're like, oh my God, you're here? We're at the front of the line. <laughs> and they said they won't seat us unless our whole party is here. Okay. So they were they ran around looking for where I was. Because did, all did I did you, was all I did was take one like. Why did they just call you? Lap. I don't know. I I don't know. Huh. Maybe they try. I, no, I don't think they texted me or anything. But okay. they were just they just ran around looking for me. And so I got back there, and they were like, "Okay, can we get a seat outside?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah. no." They they told us that they can give us a seat at the oyster bar, and there's four of us, so yeah, it's kind of weird being at the bar. And we're like, "Do do you have anything outside that we can sit at?" And they said, "Nah, it's gonna be fifty to fifty five minutes to sit outside." Jesus Christ. And we're like, okay, I guess we'll go sit at the oyster bar. So we're walking to the oyster bar. As we're walking there, uh, a table opens up. Yeah. So one of my friends goes to the, the person and he's like, hey, 
uh, we want to we'll, we'll take this table. Like if you, yeah. if if it's opened up, we'll take this table. And the guy says, "No, sorry, we already gave it to the people behind you in line." <laughs> behind us in line, they yeah. got that table. Yeah. What happened to fifty five minutes? What the hell happened there? Maybe they're agents. I don't know. <laughs> what? Like, what the hell happened to like? Oh no, it's a fifty minute, fifty five minute wait to get to the to get to your table to get you a table yeah. outside. And so we went to we went to the oyster bar. We sat down. My friend sat there arguing with them with the manager and all this stuff. And then we eventually that? got a table outside. Because um, yeah. he come, he like argued and I'm like, I think the whole group of us was mad by the time we sat down because it was just so ridiculous yeah and then they kept on like lying to us like they they were like they were like oh no these are reserved seating but i when i was sitting in line for 40 minutes i was looking for reservations that maybe i can go reserve a seat on their website the first thing that says is no reservations first come first serve of course yeah but yeah when they're when we get to the front of the line they're like no no these are reserved for what you're like for what though these are reserved and no i wasn't there when they were talking my friend was talking to them and he's like oh no this is these are reserved and so i told him i was like nah they said no reservation so they're just uh fucking lying to us they're (laughs) everything took forever there it was just the worst experience i've ever had i wouldn't stay the restaurant why'd you stay there in the first place my friend really wanted to try it i was okay how's the food the food was all right right but it was not good enough (laughs) it was not good enough to ever come back and did you guys give a did you give a good review yet no i don't have any you want you want to do it with your um with, <laughs> your, luck, huh? with your stupid with your uh <laughs> yelp yelp elite thing i don't i, I haven't been a elite yelp for like past four years already so three um, years now yeah <laughs> yeah you should just i don't know it's it was the worst experience anybody who wants to go to hog island oyster company should not it should just not go. It's just horrible. You should leave a Google review, man. So it's the worst experience I've had at a restaurant. It's that crazy. is funny as hell. <laughs> I guess for San Francisco, I'm very surprised, especially in that area. Let's be honest. I'm so. surprised in general that a that a restaurant can operate like this and not be like a shitty like hole in the wall. Oh well, I've seen it happen in actually believe it or not, high class restaurant all the time. That situation happened like. Um, I have plenty of stories, but I'm not gonna get into it. But I, I, I do understand, especially. But the things that the, the fact that it's happening, and they don't realize that they don't, re, they don't admit it. Like they don't admit that what they're There's doing. No fault that's the worst on part. It's yeah, just, that's the worst part. Sorry, like no, we re, like we reserved these tables for the people behind you in line after we told you it was a 50 minute wait. I was like, what the fuck is this 50 minute wait, you bitches? I fucking <laughs> oh man, I wanted to slap the fuck out of those guys. It was so bad. What did the manager say, manager? That was the manager. Oh wow. <laughs> he he was talking to the manager. He wasn't even talking to anyone else. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So Ridiculous. my my rant, it's nothing like that. It's something chill, not too crazy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even sure if it's considered a rant, let's be honest. So I'm getting ready for my improv show in eight weeks. And you know, this I'm a level four improv class. And sometimes, you know. When I go to class, I, I it's more about my, my men, I guess my mental switch when I get into class. So you know, I get out of work. I'm just like sometimes I have bad day at work when I get angry at my own team or whatever it is and so forth. And then I go into improv, and then that's still distracting me in my head. And in improv, you're not supposed to think, right? And it's impacting my class performance. And I 
to a certain point that sometimes I just can't think of a thing on the spot to reply back. You can't to, clear your head. I can't clear my head to do this to, to do what I need to do in the class. Mm-hmm. And so this past week, it took me like 30 minutes to clear my head to get into the zone when I was in class. Mm. I was like, because we had to memorize, we had to play this game called fa- uh, forward and reverse. And we had to memorize four lines. And then you had to say going forward and to say going backward when the scene goes backward. So pretty much think about like you're fast forwarding a tape and then rewinding a tape to the episode. So when you, when you rewind, you say your lines backward mm-hmm. and then you do your acts backward and then you go forward. And then, so whoever, you know, the, I guess the conductor said, hey, go forward, go forward slow, go, you know, go backward slow. Dude, I was struggling memorizing my, like, my four lines <laughs> because of that. <laughs> so I was so mad at myself. I was, I was getting frustrated. Wait, so... Uh, do you say the lines backwards or you say the words in the lines backwards? You say the words in the line backwards, not like oh, one by one. Oh, dang, that yeah. sucks. That's hard. Yeah. No, sorry, sorry. Sorry, you say the line backward, like one line at a time backward, not like the whole word. You know? Oh, you don't yeah. you don't just like say a yeah. sentence and then say that but sentence But the thing is backwards. that though, you got to be able to do the same motion though, backward too. So yeah, like, yeah, you do yeah. too much too much of a big motion, you got to keep doing it over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's also a time where the conductor said forward and the two seconds are backward, forward, backward forward yeah, so you keep yeah. doing the same thing you know like but anyway long story short it's just that it took me a while just to clear my head i was so mad at myself i was like man i need to f- freaking figure out how to clear my head you need to meditate i didn't have time i literally went to class I went to, from work to class right away no but so, uh there's the the mini meditations that you could do the 10 minutes ones yeah the I yeah the ones like in between i like, know it's not even 10 minutes it's like a minute no, I think it's like, I think, I thought the 10 minutes, I thought. No, you remember, uh, what's her name? She came on the show. She said in between her meetings, she would have like mini meditation sessions in between her but meetings. But I don't think it was, I don't think it was one minute. No, she mm-hmm. says as, as, as little or as long as you need. Like it's not, it's just, mm-hmm. just having hey, those spaces. Help. Maybe I need to just swap my calendar between class and meeting, just figure it out how to clear my head. So I don't, I try to clear my head during the car ride back down there. It, took, it takes about 12 minutes to get there. And then I know that 10 minutes to walk. So 10 to 20 minutes right there. I still, I don't know. I guess I was just, that day I just had a rough day at work, I guess, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't clear my head. <clears throat> I was just mad. That's all. It happens. Happens. Yeah. And then obviously, like, so our, 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 our teacher's very sarcastically funny. And I'm always late. I'm like, like, oh, look, so, oh, look, who just showed up from work. <laughs> you know, classic. Michael Wong. Yeah. Seriously. It's yeah. so classic. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was texting, hey, I'm gonna be 12 minutes late. I'm gonna be 15 minutes late. I'm uh-huh. gonna be 18 minutes late, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but no, nah, she, she, she's hilarious. But um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I I just been expressing that the last two classes. I just can't clear my head. I'm just so mad at myself for not doing that. So hmm. so what are you gonna do? How you gonna I don't know. That? Hopefully this doesn't impact when I'm doing the show because it the show's a Tuesday and I I get I get out of work. So you gotta take the day off, clear your head I, the whole day. I might take the half day, half day, maybe a half day. Yeah. 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 Do what you gotta do, man. Do what you gotta <laughs> do. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, that's it for our show for today. So please, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or watching us on YouTube, leave a comment. Let us know what you think that is this vaccine password be used for or not. Will you even use it? If you have a business, will you even enforce it? So leave a comment below. Please, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the like button, smash subscribe. that subscribe button. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah. Do, do all of the dilly-doos. Yeah. <laughs> on the, don't for, yeah. yeah. Well, don't forget to visit our website, right? www.gfos.com. So, and please 
if you want to hear, you know, come into our episode, let us know. Uh, we would like to have you on, especially if you have a topic in mind, discussion. So we'll always welcome anybody on to discuss anything. So yeah, let us know. Yep. Thanks, guys. Right, until until next time. See you later. Take it easy. Peace. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Gluten-Free Organic Thoughts Podcast. As always, we appreciate you. If you are watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, like this episode, and leave us a comment. If you are listening to us, please leave us your honest review on your preferred podcast listening platform. And as always, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GFOT Thoughts. Drop a comment and give us some feedback. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, see you then.